0: Welcome to the Self-Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to the Self-Love Podcast. This week's quickie is a pretty good one, actually, that I'm sure most of us find ourselves Uh, In the situation, it's based on a question from one of my beautiful followers. How do you overcome a belief that you know holds you back? Or how do you stop having limiting emotions that really do prevent you from achieving your dreams or goals? I think that we've got to remember that to achieve anything in life, it can be a transformative journey. And we always hear it. It's not about getting to the journey or the destination, but the process in which we take to get there. But many of us find ourselves being held back by limiting beliefs and emotions that really are like invisible barriers. Many of us don't even know that they're even conscious. They could be unconscious emotions and beliefs. But these internal roadblocks, no matter what, are deeply ingrained in our psyche. And many of us know they can stop us or prevent us from reaching our full potential. Here's the key. When you can recognize and address these obstacles, when you understand what it is head on, when you can do that, you can unleash your unbelievable capabilities to propel yourself forward towards success. I can promise you when you have more awareness around this, you have the power to actually do whatever it is you want to do. So I guess the first step is really understanding and identifying what are your limiting beliefs? What is it that stops you from being or doing or achieving whatever it is that you want? You see, beliefs are often unconscious. They arise from our past experiences, from our childhood conditioning, or even negative feedback. Just if you could take a moment to think about and really spend some time introspectively asking yourself and reflecting on, What do you think it is that you fear the most or doubt the most? What is it that stops you from pursuing your goals? I mean, it could be the fact that you could even be afraid of success. It may be that you know that you have in your head, there's too many other people out there doing the same thing, comparisonitis. It could be that you think you're not good enough. It could be that maybe you've always thought that you didn't go to university, therefore you haven't got the qualification to do what it takes. Maybe you've always thought that your mom or your dad said that you could never make it. I don't know. There are so many levels and so many things that can stop us or that we don't even realize hold us back. But when you start writing them down, when you journal those thoughts in a meditative space, when you take some deep breaths and really do ask yourself, what is it I'm most frightened of or what is it that I believe I can't do or can't have? We know that when you write them down, it brings them into a bit of a light of consciousness. Your conscious mind starts to really, uh, I guess, examine them for want of a better word. But then you've got to look at how to change those beliefs. So once we've identified those limiting beliefs, we're going to challenge them with evidence to the contrary. So let's think about maybe look for examples of people who have achieved similar goals despite facing similar obstacles. And just know that your beliefs are not truths. They're just interpretations based on past experiences. Here's a bit woohoo. Nothing is true. It's all a perception of what we believe to be true. And we all know that it's perception because if you asked siblings or other people that were at an event and you all said what it is that you saw, understood or learned, I can guarantee you every one of you will have a different belief or different perspective on what you took away from that. So that's how we know nothing is true. It is based on our perception of what we think to be true. But here's where the power of reframing how we can actually reframe those beliefs and question their validity to help you open the door of new possibility. This is the magic. This is what I truly love to do what I call the work where you can reframe those beliefs and turn it into something more positive. I guess for me, you know, I am so nervous. Every time I do a podcast, every time I get interviewed, every time I stand on stage, I think, oh, what if they don't like me? Or what if I'm not good enough? Or what is it? Then I'll reframe it. I take my deep breaths. I place a drop of sandalwood on my gut. I close my eyes and then say to myself, who are you not to share this understandings or these teachings? Who are you not to stand on stage? How do you know there's not someone in that audience that needs to hear this message of self-love or self-care? And it might not be for everybody, but you're not always talking or teaching or delivering for everybody. You're just scoping the room or the internet or the place that is going to help someone out there who needs what you've got or can help you change the way you've always thought. And remember, if we keep doing what we've always done, we'll keep getting what we've always got. So reframing these beliefs into, I am a phenomenal speaker. I am a phenomenal teacher. I am an incredible mentor or coach. When I reframe those and I put the good and the intention of my client or my audience first and foremost, the ego disappears and I step into a place of service. That's how I reframe my beliefs when I don't think I'm good enough. I also know that having a positive mindset is probably a superpower. This is the powerful force in overcoming any limiting belief or emotion When you can practice mindfulness and self-awareness, when you can tap into your own truths or self or beliefs of those truths, when you can catch negative thought patterns as they arise and replace them with affirmations and positive self-talk, when you know that those negative associations are just maybe your angels, maybe your guides coming in to remind you, is this what you really want? Is this you really speaking your truth? Because you've got to remember that any setbacks or failures are a natural part of any journey. They do not define your potential for success. If anything, they're your greatest opportunities for learnings. Another beautiful thing that you can do is to really understand that visualizing your success, putting yourself into the outcome before it's even happening is a potent tool in manifesting your dreams. I love to close my eyes and vividly imagine myself accomplishing that goal or that dream. I love to engage all my senses. What do I see? What do I hear? What do I smell? What do I believe? What do I actually notice? about what that experience is going to feel like when I get there to make it as real as possible. And I regularly revisit this mental imagery because that is what reinforces the belief in my abilities and will motivate me to take action. Then you've got to set yourself small achievable goals. Every large goal has got smaller manageable steps to get there. And I don't know about you, but sometimes those big goals have actually changed as I've gone on the journey to achieving that. And sometimes, in fact, a lot of the time, it's worked out better than the original goal. So I never take setbacks or challenges along the way as a defining purpose or moment to say, give it up. I look at it and go, what can I do instead of? Or maybe there's something I haven't seen yet. Each successful accomplishment along the way will actually boost your confidence to help you build momentum. And you've got to celebrate these victories, no matter how small they seem use them as stepping stones towards your ultimate vision. Honestly, the, I think one of the, the things that we as humans do, we have such high achieving goals and we put them in place, but we forget to celebrate the success because often, I don't know about you, but the minute I've achieved a goal, I'm ready for the next one. We also have to embrace failure as a learning opportunity. In the work that I do, there is no failure, only feedback. It is an, inev- an inevitable part of growth. And instead of fearing failure. We can embrace these as learning opportunities. You've got to analyze the setbacks objectively. See if you can see any uh, valuable lessons that you can apply to any future endeavor. And when you see failure as feedback rather than a personal flaw, you actually release yourself from the paralyzing fear that you're not good enough or that you've made a mistake. I can't begin to tell you how many times I've made mistakes or how many people I fear I've let down or how many times I wish I could have redone it. And now what I do is I own it. I take responsibility and accountability. And then I look at how can I learn from this to make sure A, it doesn't happen again, or B, I can do it better. One of the other key things, I believe, is you've got to surround yourself with supportive and positive people. I love my network. If I stuff up or if I don't do it well, I've got people in my corner going, don't worry, your work is so needed. Don't worry, you've got this. Don't worry, start again. But if you can have a network of supportive individuals who help you share your vision or support you to achieve that goal or that vision, they also help to encourage your own personal growth. There is no doubt surrounding yourself with positive, like-minded individuals. They provide you with the emotional support to inspire you and help you maintain your focus and your determination. I want to remind you too of this one, practice self-compassion. I think it's really important to be, be kind to yourself on any journey, on any goal or any discovery, pathway or growth process. Acknowledge that overcoming any limiting belief is a process that takes time, commitment, and effort. Treat yourself with the same compassion you would with a friend, a daughter, a son, a partner, a colleague, anyone that's uh, facing close, uh, any close person that's facing challenges is going to be the greatest way that you can imagine putting yourself there because half the time, maybe even more, we would talk to those people way more uh, positively and kindly and more compassionately than what we do ourselves. So perhaps one of the best things you could do is practice more self-compassion. And of course, the most important thing of all is to seek help if you need it. If you find that your limiting beliefs and emotions are so deeply rooted or significantly impacting your life, maybe it's time to seek support from a therapist, a counselor, a coach, a mentor. Maybe it's time to do that program that can help be a defining moment in how to look into your deep, core unconscious beliefs and and needs. Perhaps professional guidance could help provide the valuable insights and tools you need to navigate through these barriers effectively. Maybe you've never had someone show you how to get through tough times well, or maybe you've never had great mentors that have actually shown you how to rise above. It's not your fault. It's just maybe time that you do need to look outward for, for some more support. And here's the beautiful thing. There are so many free podcasts, so much free material online. This doesn't have to cost you a lot. But for some, stepping into different programs or being drawn to certain people, coaches and mentors, do not take that lightly. Follow them integrate with them, see if you can do their beginning steps or programs and step up into their big programs. I know I have spent up to $36,000 in a year with a business coach. I have spent that money because it's an investment into me and I have never stopped doing programs and courses. Every course I do is an investment into my personal self-awareness, self-development, personal growth. There is never any wasted money on that. But it does feel big, doesn't it? It does feel challenging sometimes. So baby steps, my darling friends, baby steps is what's going to get you there. Overall, I think overcoming limiting beliefs and emotions is one of the most courageous endeavors that you could commit to. And it requires your dedication, your discipline, commitment, and self-awareness. When you challenge your beliefs, when you foster a positive mindset, visualize your success, break free from these self-imposed constraints, then you can embrace failure as a stepping stone to help set your achievable goals by surrounding yourself with a supportive community. You just got to remember your dreams are within reach and with perseverance, determination, discipline, you definitely can transform them into reality. So I'm inviting you to set yourself free, unleash that amazing power within you, and set forth on a path to achieve those incredible, wild, audacious, big goals. Because guess what? You deserve to. Thank you so much for tuning into the self-love quickie this week. I hope it's helped you realize that you've got everything you need to step into your greatest possibility and potentiality. I'm here for you. Reach out to me if you think you could do with any support. I can offer you a beautiful weekly coaching support in my Self-Love and Wellness Mentorship Program. It's just $47 a month to have four hours a month of coaching, accountability, support, and a tribe of like-minded souls. The Self-Love and Wellness Mentorship Program is definitely an affordable opportunity for you to continuously grow and step into your wildest, most audacious, brilliant life you've ever imagined, you can head on over to KimMorrison.com. That's KimMorrison.com. And you can look at the Self-Love and Wellness Mentorship Program right there. And I promise you, this is one of the most safest, most beautiful places for you to actually really do some powerful work on yourself. We all deserve that. Take care, be kind, head on over to my Instagram page, Kim Morrison 28, Facebook, Camarison Training, or you can go on over to thewellnesscouch.com forward slash self-love podcast. Thank you for your five-star rating. Thank you to The Wellness Couch and 28 Essentials for sponsoring this show. And thank you, as always, my beautiful listener for tuning in. If you think this week's quickie will help someone, please share it. It means the world to me, and I so appreciate having you on the ride. Take care, be kind. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family and head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care.